Rudy joins us. How are you, Rudy? I'm great. How are you? Good. Uh, what have you seen that's taking place for this team right now? Uh, we're playing beautiful basketball, man. The ball, the ball is moving. Uh, and we're taking up the challenge defensively every night. And, and we don't just do it two quarter. You know, we do it the whole game. And uh, we know it's, it's fun to watch. So you've Go won ahead. a bunch of games in the stretch with dominating offense. Until you broke out, you really were in control of this game because of dominating defense tonight. How was that different? I mean, we, we were able to run uh, and get away from them in the third quarter because of our defense. And, you know, we, I, I thought we were playing good defense in the first half, but we gave up too many offensive rebounds. And they kept, you know, they kept closing the game because of that. Second half, we, the guards did a, did a great job helping us on the boards. And, uh, and we were able to run and get easy buckets offensively. Uh, this has been two nights in a row that you and Hassan have both put up monstrous double-doubles. What have you seen from Hassan the last two nights? I mean, it's been great. You know, he's given us a, a big presence of the bench. And, uh, you know, it's hard for, for the other team when you got 48 minutes of, you know, somebody crashing on the boards and putting a lot of pressure on the rim and, and also protecting the rim on the other end. You know, it's, uh, that's why we brought him here, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great blessing for us to have him on the team. Uh, how much better can you guys get? I mean, we, you know, it's, there's always room for improvement. Uh, you know, I, I, think, I think our mindset has got to be, you know, we got to be better. Like, we're going to make mistakes, but when we're able to bounce back from the mistakes and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and do it as a team and, you know, cut, them, come the, cut those moments uh, a little shorter, like we, we're going to take another step. And uh, uh, it's fun. You know, it's exciting because we, 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 we can get so much better. It's, uh, it's pretty scary. I got a fun little note for you. Since the start of the 2016-17 season, it's a long time ago, right? <laughs> you now have the best record in the NBA. Oh, nice. Nice. I want to I do that in the playoffs now. Okay, that's fair. Well, but, but, we, but it's fun to win, for sure. We would be excited to watch that in the playoffs. How's that? Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Rudy. It. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Rudy Gobert. I like him. He's totally awesome. He's just the Hey, Tim Lacombe. Yes, sir. Did you know that when you're the best in the world, it makes people insecure? Yes. People have come at me for years. <laughs> was that? I took all my power to not ask Rudy about that quote. How great was it, though? How great was what? His quote. Oh, like the best. It's it, so Rudy, too. It is so I'm just going to be intellectual enough when you're not quite sure what I just did to you. Right. That and then he went. He just goes out to his game and gets twenty and eleven, and yeah. says, "Okay, think what you want." Right. But All I right, am the mayor of Gobertland. That is a what? scary place. You are the mayor. No, he is. I was oh. speaking. Thurl Bailey. Thurl Bailey bought the first property on Gobertland. Yeah. And shortly thereafter, I built a development. I'm not surprised. Okay. So. Uh, um. So let me ask you the question I asked Rudy. How much better can these guys get? It's interesting because they've made a huge, huge jump from where they were to now. I still think there's still some things there. You're never going to play the perfect game. But, I mean, some of these numbers are staggering, right? You look at um, Rudy and Hassan go for 38 and 25 from the five spot. Uh, the Jazz are 28 assists to eight turnovers tonight. Uh, offensive rating unofficially around 129 for the game and 114. Again? 129 for the game and 114 in the half court. Oh my 
gosh. Yeah. Again. Again. So we see it with our eyes. The numbers, you know, they're even almost a little bit more astounding than what we're seeing with our eyes. But I told Jake, this, this year it has a little more teeth because there's the ability to, to play small, a real ability to play small. Um, and, and the guys on the front line have gotten better. And a comment like Rudy right there, hey, this is all well and good, but let's do it in the playoffs. So there's that expectation. I was just looking at Donovan enjoying about 500 people, you think? Uh, there are a lot of people over there for Donovan. Yeah. Huh. Unreal. Yeah. Donovan's got a lot of people in the crowd tonight. It's like when Booner went back to Omaha. That's right. <laughs> it's Donovan's sister, right? Isn't that uh, yes, yes. his sister has a group with him yeah. uh, tonight? Is that right? Yes. The American uh, University women's lacrosse team is. Pretty cool. Representing here. Donovan had shoes on just for her. He had the American University lacrosse hoodie on earlier in the trip, so he was prepping for this. So he seemed excited, and, and then he performed. Yeah, he pretty great. Easy 28. Great. Easy yeah. 28. Yeah, and, it, you know, that's always been the matchup of who's the best shooting guard in the NBA. Tonight it was not close. I mean, that you watch this game, you would not think those guys were on the same level. Nope. Especially in the first quarter. Donovan just been unreal the first quarter here as of late. And as I mentioned during the broadcast, it was Conley, you know, early in the year that was getting off to a good start in the first quarter. Now it's Donovan who's turned things around and really scoring well in that first quarter. Pretty great. One by 20 every night's not common in this league. I'll leave you with this. Coach Rose used to say this when we'd sweep a road trip, and this one, you know, went four against the teams they did. I don't know that you guys will need fuel. I think you'd just be able to fly home on adrenaline. Should be a happy long flight, but it's a long flight. So. Glad we don't go to work till Wednesday. I thought the guys looked really tired in the first half, and they found something down deep, and that's impressive. Yep. See you guys. See you guys. Thank you very much. There's Locke and Boone. Great work from those two as usual. 123-98, to 98, your final Jazz win. We're talking about it next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, with you. The Jazz four and zero on their road trip, thanks to a win over the Washington Wizards tonight, one twenty three to ninety eight, and another one of those games, coach. Uh, Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe, with you. By the way, another one of those games, coach, where the Jazz just put together an incredible second half of basketball and win going away. They scored forty two points in the fourth quarter. We weren't sure if we were going to get to Arby's tonight, coach. Oh, we got there. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, ring it. Three roast beef that would tomorrow. Make us get three, three of those, I guess, three sandwiches thus far. And um, I've been right three times. You're three and oh. Uh, by the way, this season with the Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash scorebig to learn more and the Jazz win and score well, you know, well more than 111 points. Does that even make sense? 123. So that means uh, free roast beef sandwiches for you folks, you Jazz app holders coming up tomorrow. 28 points tonight from Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he had four assists as well. Rudy Gobert with another gem, 20 and 11. And uh, you know what? I, we don't usually do this in this segment, Coach, but I'm going to do it. We have a new master of the glass for the first time this year 
Hassan Whiteside, 18 points, 14 rebounds tonight. And he is your master of the glass brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program at the end of the regular season. Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. How about that? Rudy has been undefeated on the season as Master of the Glass up until tonight. And uh, Hassan Whiteside was fantastic in 20 minutes with 18 and 14. And how about four blocks? Four blocks for is Hassan that good? tonight. That's good. <laughs> is that good? In fact, I think in the minutes played, so what did he play? He played 20, 20 minutes. I think only two guys in the history of the game, um, Mike Jeminski and Herb Williams, would match that sort of stat line. So pretty amazing night for, for Hassan. As I mentioned, he and Rudy coupled uh, for 38 points and 25 boards. I would call that a very productive five spot. Dominant, even. It's like pulling Shaquille O'Neal out of his prime and saying, go ahead and man up the middle for us. Well, here in Rudy, talk about it in the walk-off, right on the money. When teams don't get any reprieve uh, from a dominant big man like that, it's it's tough to stay in basketball games. And that's why this was such a great acquisition. I think the the question was, could he fit in? Could you know he adapt to the culture here? But that's been an emphatic yes in all counts. I think it's a brilliant move by the Jazz, getting Hassan, a guy of his caliber, and just, you know, again, the upgrade uh, for for an aging Derek Favors. I mean, it just is what it is, and you just don't get those spurts where guys are living at the rim. I mean, what a, absolutely, what a signing. And you and I were talking about this off the air a little bit. Um, coming to the Jazz is going to prove to be a good move for him. He's making himself some money. And maybe it's, you know, maybe he re-signs with the Jazz and, and gets a nice little bump, uh, and the Jazz want him to stay here. But he's, he's going to make a nice little deal for himself uh, next year. It, it's all how you, you know, there's opportunity out there, and it's how you present, you know, the the or, or reach for that opportunity. And I think Hassan's doing a great job of, of making a real difference on a good team. He's making a good team even better. Yeah, he sure is. Jazz win tonight. They beat the Wizards uh, by the count of 123 to 98. With that, we will say goodnight to our network stations. The Jazz have a few nights off now. Coming home, uh, they don't face the Clippers until Wednesday night, and it is an ESPN game. It will tip off at 8 o'clock uh, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have post-game sound for you and uh, further analysis straight ahead on the Jazz Radio Network. Three, two, one. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post-Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game. Here's Jake Scott and Tim Lacombe. Jazz game night postgame show. Jazz radio network. Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win tonight. They sweep the road trip. Uh, They beat the Wizards by the count of 123. 298 behind 28 points from Donovan Mitchell, 20 and 11 for Rudy Gobert. And as we talked about in the last segment, 18, 14, and 4 
from Hassan Whiteside. Bogdanovich also added 16. The Jazz shot uh, over 50% from the field. Coach 51.5%, 33% from three, 13 of 39. And as you mentioned, the offense continues to uh, to impress. I, I just feel like across the board, the guys are really taking pride in making the right play. Um, you know, there were countless times tonight where we're watching the game and a guy penetrates and drives it and you know, I, I think of one in particular. Clarkson could have taken a, a floater that he's taken 100 times this season. But I think everybody's just trying to refine a bit, and he saw the defender turn his head and was able to kick the ball out to Rudy Gay for a big-time three. And, uh, you know, it's just play like that after play like that that makes you really kind of say that uh, that level of, of buy-in that we were hoping that we'd see is kind of coming to fruition. Oh, I think so. Uh, and you can see it in, the, I, I think, the attitudes. I mean, um, you know, Rudy and Hassan Whiteside obviously have developed a relationship, but when Hassan is uh, making his big dunk and there's Rudy right there off the bench, uh, you know, big smile ear to ear, and you can see it in the, I think, the body language from, you know, Donovan Mitchell on down. It feels like, I don't know, maybe we're reading into this too much, Coach, but it feels like they're having a little fun. No, it seems like they're having fun, and that's what's awesome when you're playing great basketball and everybody recognizes it. You know, the key is just just keep uh, you know, staying with that groove. And uh, tonight I, I would call tonight and I tweeted this out, the alley-oop game, and then your your co-host and brilliant uh, NBA analyst, Ben Anderson, quickly said, hey, there's, there's been eight thus far. Yeah. So he's already had the count on it. I think they added one more at the end. So I think there were a total of nine lob dunks and, and a couple of them pretty spectacular. First play of the game, lob right to Rudy. Right to Rudy. And I love that. I loved the design of the play. Um, you know, and the fact they go to him early was awesome. Uh, for the Wizards tonight, Bradley Beal had 21 points, but he was also minus 17 in the plus minus and took him 19 shots to get there. Nine of 19 from the field, one of three from three. It was two of two at the line. He had five boards and five assists. Um, let's see, Gafford, who you and I both like, but was certainly more quiet in the second half. Daniel Gafford had 14 points to go along with uh, 11 rebounds. Spencer Dinwiddie had 12 and Howell Neto had 13 coming in off the bench, although he did most of that damage uh, there in the first half. Montrez Harrell had nine, but, you know, I think the Wizards are, are going to struggle just because they don't have a ton of really good players. And I don't mean, you know, that sounds so negative and mean, but, you know, they're, they're going to need some add, to add some talent if they do want to be a legit playoff team in the East, I think. Yeah, they've got, they've got two guys, you know, that are effective NBA players, and Rui Hachimura and Thomas Bryant sitting right now. Of course, from tonight, no Kyle Kuzma because of health and safety protocol. But I agree with you. I just think they're lacking. And it may be uh, an improved Hachimura if, he, if he's able to get healthy and, be, and come back at some point. I think, you know, that maybe would be, in a, be a help. But you see where Russell Westbrook really helped this team a ton last year. Yeah, you certainly can. And you set know, guys up all over the place, you know. I'm not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan. I think he is certainly a flawed player, but he plays extremely hard. And he is, you know, he has the ball a lot, but he is a good passer and he draws a lot of attention so it can get open shots for uh, for other players. And, yeah, they're missing a little bit of that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you, though. I love Hachimura. He's great. And so, uh, you know, to be fair, they certainly were missing some guys tonight. Yeah, and, you know, my favorite thing is we can put them to bed for a while. We don't have to talk about them for a bit. For a week. And I probably, if for a week, and I probably won't watch them much this year. Uh, you know, it's not a team that I, when I study in films, like, you know, like Cleveland, I'll watch them. But this team was just kind of, eh. Yeah. Left, whatever. Yeah, the Jazz actually play them 
a week from tonight. So oh, that's right. I yeah. knew they were coming out west. There's a there's a return game, so it won't be that long till we see this Wizards team again. And I think you know what, Coach, we haven't seen them for uh, for the second game yet, but I think two games might be enough. It will be for me. For me and yeah, the I'm Wizards. Not, I'm not locking in on on <laughs> NBA TV anytime soon. No, I don't think so. All right, let's go back out to our nation's capital. Let's get some post-game sound going. Let's hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Well, I think we're a better team now than when we left. Um, and that's hopefully what competition does for you. Um, you know, every game was a little bit different. I was, you know, tonight was more of a possession game. Um, we didn't we didn't shoot it as well as we had been. Um, but I thought we got really connected in our pick and roll defense in the second half and we're able to uh, defensive rebound. Um, and then we took care of the ball, which is, you know, th- those two things, you know, on the front end of the possession and then on the back end of the defensive possession are, are really important. Um, and it's been something we've been talking about and I, you know, I, thought our guys really internalized that. And, uh, you know, the way we defended tonight was really, really good. Obviously, you guys were a quote-unquote rest disadvantage tonight. How much do you, do you think of that, or how much does that kind of play? You know, I, I mean, I, I think about it because it's my job to think about it. Um, you know, we don't talk about it unless it's something that we're, we're basically going to acknowledge that we're not going to be tired. And, uh you know, I, I, it didn't. We had a good shoot around this morning, and uh, you know we were smart about that. But I think guys were locked in. You know, more than anything, I think. You know, this this you're always gonna, you can always find something to be tired about. You know, um, and every team has that. So I think teams that are able to compartmentalize it and play through it. And maybe understand when you are a little fatigued, the things you need to do to still be successful. You have to be even more precise. And um, that's what we saw tonight. felt like in the third quarter, things started getting a little more precise just because of the ball being more precise. What kind of a challenge for you? Yeah, I mean, you can't play well the whole game. You know, you can try. And I think. You know, that, that's something, again, that you know, hopefully we talk about things enough that when we're not doing them, we recognize that we can be better. And you're right. There, there were, it's hard to shoot passes. It, let me say it's, it's easier to shoot a good pass. Um, it's easiest to shoot a perfect pass. And, but, again, I, I thought the way we took pair of the ball, um, you know, even if we miss a shot, we get a shot. That's, that's important for us. I didn't think we came out running the way we wanted to. And some of that was because of their offensive rebounding. It's hard when you're taking the ball than that. Those are, you know, on some level demoralizing plays. You play good defense, you give up an offensive rebound, put back. Um, you got to respond from that. And I thought we did. Does it feel like Hassan is getting in a little bit more of a group? He, he was, you know, his second half tonight, I thought was really, really big. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that, you know, that sometimes we can take for granted as far as, you know, the way that we try to game plan to use Rudy. And we're asking him to absorb a lot of things um, in a short period of time, particularly having been out for a couple games. But these last two games, you know, obviously he's been a big part of, of us of us winning. And 
um, particularly tonight in the second half defensively and the way he finished on the offensive end, he really had a presence. So I'm happy for him and he should feel really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, he, he, JC loves to play and he's probably harder on himself than anyone. And, uh, you know, he, he, he let the game come to him. There was a play in the first half where, you know, he, he stopped in the middle of the lane, shot faked, pass faked, and then threw Hassan a lob. It was, you know, you know, a picture perfect play for, you know, someone that can go in there and he can, you know, get a shot, him involved in other people. Um, he can do that. You know, just because you can score doesn't mean you're a selfish player. Um, and I thought he defended well too. So the big thing for him is just, you know, like I said, don't, don't beat yourself up over a missed shot. Keep doing the things you can do to help the team win. And he, he knows that and that's what he's bought into. I think we have one on Zoom from Quinn, uh, if you look at the stats, you kind of see the two-point percentage for you guys this year is a lot higher than it was last year. And I'm curious, you know, what do you think the big reason behind that improvement is, and uh, how do you how do you kind of coach that? I suppose. Well, I, I think you know that every game's a little different. You know, the other night against Philly, we had you know pull up off the dribble threes. I don't know how many we had, but there was a lot of them early, and then. You know, you force the defense to adjust and then take advantage of the way they're playing you. And I, I think that's um, got some guys that are reading those situations better and, and we're generating um, when we do have those shots. Donovan in particular, you know, Mike tonight, you know, th those guys are, that's what the defense has given us. And, you know, I think we're also finding, um, you know, putting a priority on attacking the rim at times as well. Um, not just with the law, but when people are conscious of, you know, really staying with Rudy, we've got some guys that are going to the rim. So, um, as I said, I, I just think our decision-making, and I'd like to see that continue to improve. You know, I didn't, I wasn't aware of the, the two-point percentage difference. I'm, um, you know, I'm aware of us taking care of the ball, and I think all those things are connected. All right, there's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, and he talked about a lot right there, but I I love that part at the end where coach was just about to give his team a compliment and then stopped and says it can get better. He's like, our decision-making was, well, that could always get better. <laughs> it's funny how it's funny how you coaches think, coach. Like, I, I think they're all crazy, uh, those darn coaches. Those coaches, I'll tell you. No, he's uh, he's got to feel really good. I think um, the team is, is really starting to kind of see the vision for what they can be. Um, there's always room for improvement. And as a coach, you're going to watch, you know, a handful of plays that can get better. But I will say that in a couple of weeks, the plays I'm sure that are on film um, for correction as opposed to praise or, hey, that's the right play, that number has dwindled a bunch because they are making the right play. That's why I watched that first half. And I said, I don't have any fear. Like they're, it's not going good for them, but they're just not right now finishing plays and they'll just be, they'll be just fine. Coach Snyder said, and I, I think he's totally right about this, the team is better now, today, right now, tonight, than uh, they were when they left for this road trip. Did you sense, I mean, we always talk about what I think, but what are your general thoughts the way they approach this road trip? Anything different? Did you see anything different? 
I thought the the difference, the change was really that second Pelicans game. And I think they've been riding that wave since. But I, I wouldn't disagree with Coach Snyder because I think this road trip has been amazing. I mean, what they've done offensively to good defenses and really the only close game of the road trip was Cleveland. And Cleveland's playing great. And that was a hard-fought win. I didn't think the Jazz played badly in that game by any means. And then they've waxed the other three teams no problem with, with amazing second halves and they're closing games well and, we can't say enough about Hassan Whiteside tonight. So I'd, I'd agree with his sentiment. But the turning point for me, I thought, was that second Pelicans game. There's no doubt. Um, but to me, it seemed like it, just because of some of the comments we heard after game one and two about you know, the focus of what they were out there to do, that's what was probably stood out to me. There didn't seem to be many lapses in games. Like things maybe didn't click, but they didn't just let go of the rope. Right. You know what I mean? The rope was uh, firmly held. Was firmly held, and then you know they they were able to advance. But that that was the part that stood out to me. Not many times where Quinn had to use a timeout to stop momentum or a run. Oh, that's a good point. And I usually, don't I don't think that happened once tonight, did it? I don't I don't know that it happened much over the last couple. I know maybe the Cleveland game because there were a couple spurts yeah, that where it got right. a little crazy there. But beyond that, uh, they they had these games right where they wanted them most most of the time. Want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas throughout the season. The Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, personalized jazz jersey, and tickets to see a game in a jazz suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Jazz win. They beat the Wizards 123-98. to Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. We'll get you some player sound coming up right around the corner. Jazz Game Night Postgame Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, one twenty three to ninety eight is your final. Jazz beat the Wizards. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Let's get a look at your points in the paint. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call one eight hundred go Serta or visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters proven and trusted experts in painting uh, tonight. Your points in the paint. Uh, Jazz outscored the Wizards 68-60. to 60. That's a big number of points in the paint. Huge number. How about that? Getting stuff going at the rim. And I guess any night where uh, Rudy and Hassan Whiteside have, uh, let's see here, 38 points between them, probably most of those came in the paint, I'm guessing. Yeah, for sure they did. Uh, lots of lobs. Lob game, alley-oop game. Uh, speaking of numbers, Jake, I'm looking at the – tonight's leaders in the NBA and Donovan Mitchell tied Zach Levine to this point. They both had 28 tonight. Okay. Probably for the most points. Uh, Hassan Whiteside tied for the most rebounds tonight with 14. He and Wendell Carter jr. Um, And the jazz also with uh, Hassan Whiteside with four blocks, more blocks than Jared Allen tonight with three. So uh, jazz are fantasy points. If you're a fantasy geek, Hassan Whiteside had 45.8 points to lead the association. You know, his four blocks, uh, they were monster blocks, too. Yeah, they were. They were right back in. But he did it the other night to Embiid. Like, he's got a – 
he's got an uncanny ability right at the point of attack to say, not tonight. Yeah, between he and Rudy on nights like tonight, the other team just doesn't get a break. And they can play the same. They don't have to change how they play. Love it. You can down ball screens on the wing. You know right where to force them. Yeah, it's 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 got is really starting to click too. I think the guys are starting to really kind of get a feel for it. Speaking of Rudy, let's go back to DC and uh, hear from Rudy Gobert. I think they're just uh, moving the ball in general. You know, it's been. Uh, I mean, we know that we when we do that, we the best offensive team in the league, and you know, and it, it's it's really hard to game plan against that. You know, we got so many players that can score and players that can understand the game and that can like uh, find the open teammates too. That it's uh you know it's a, it's a, it's a huge uh, huge weapon for us. And when we keep that mindset and, and keep that focus on, on, on moving the ball, it's uh it just makes our team go from here to here. And uh, and I do think that it makes makes us better defensively too because we we're able to set our defense and uh, and also our communication weirdly gets better defensively too. I, I think it just, uh, it's just a feel, you know, we, the way we play, I think tonight, uh, you know, was, uh, the way we played on both ends, you know, the mindset that we had was really, uh, was really like, a, I feel like a, a contender mindset. Like we, 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 we got better throughout the whole game. Every quarter we got better and, uh, you know, and and we play in defense. I mean, that that's the key for us. Is is we come in every single game with that defensive mindset, and um, and then the rest uh, offensively, we just we just share the ball. You know, that's pretty much it. Be aggressive, share the ball, take your shots, and uh, and defensively, you know, it's it's uh, everyone is taking up the challenge, and uh, and that's how I think we, we can be the, the team that we can be. How much do you think that anything or do you even like? I mean, it, it does play, I think. But uh, when, when you, you know, when you step on the court, like if you, if you want to be a, if you want to be a championship team, you can be, you can be worried about that. You know, obviously we, we are professionals. We are been in this league for many years. So we understand that, you know, it's a, it's a long season. It's going to be road trips. It's going to be back to backs. But uh, it's also, you know, a great opportunity for us to, to to get better and to use those games. Like if, if we if if we tired, we gotta be able to 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 keep playing great basketball. And, and you know, you're not gonna be fresh all the time. You're not gonna be fresh. when when it's playoffs and you're playing game seven. You're not gonna be fresh. You know, but you gotta be able to play the right way and uh, and to find the energy. So that's that's the mindset. You know, every night uh, use that to to to, to get better and. Uh, and you know, we've been taking up the challenge. How much do you guys throughout the course of the season with, you know, the weirdness going on? How much do you think about, you know, the situation like that? I mean, we we taking every step that we need to take. Uh, you know, we, you know, we, 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 we see what's going on and then we keep, we keep moving. We keep, you know, respecting the portal cars and uh, and at the same time we keep, you know, doing what we do as a team. Uh, you know, it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere soon. Uh, so it's pretty, uh, you know, yeah, be, be smart. Uh, keep keep moving forward, be smart. And, uh, and that's it. And, you know, and 
it's unfortunate when someone tests positive, but it's it's going to be our reality, you know, for probably uh, for a while. So it's you know we gotta just live with it. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been. Uh, I, I think it's, it's it's playmaking has got better every year, and, and uh, you know, and uh, I really like I really respect that from him. You know, it, it's it's completely changed his game. Uh, and he learned how to really get out his confidence on it and really uh, uh, not just be a scorer, but be a, be a playmaker and, and create for his teammates. And I, and I think for our team, once again, like it, it takes us to a whole different level, you know, because he's, we know he's going to score, but when he's able to uh, to read uh, the double team or, or read the right play and make the right play, you know, it's, it just takes us to a whole different level. That was Rudy Gobert. I uh, talked about a bunch of interesting stuff, but uh, wrapping up there, uh, talking about Jordan Clarkson, who had 11 points tonight, 5 of 11 shooting, 0 4 from 3, but five assists for Jordan Clarkson and certainly had his eyes out. It's what we're, we've talked about, right? It's Jordan figuring out a way to become a little bit better and in turn make the team a little bit better. Uh, I do believe it's something he's worked on. I think you can see it in his focus on it, and he threw a couple of really big time lobs tonight. The, the windmill he threw in transition was a tough yeah, lob to, to Donovan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, he, w- he was very, very good, and I agree with Rudy. It makes him more dynamic because it used to be, you know, guard him till he picks it up and then contest his shot. It adds an element to his game. Well, Joe talked about this uh, earlier in the season. Jordan Clarkson's on the scout now. I mean, he, the other teams are not going to, you know, let him continue to do what he has been doing to, you know, pretty much embarrassing teams all last year on his way to the sixth man of the year award. So he, he's got to evolve his game like anyone else. Cause he's probably facing much different defensive looks. And it, it's such a luxury for him because the jazz have shooters in every spot. And so real estate, it becomes at a premium and guys have to pick their poison. Are they going to give a little bit more help to the drive and lean in and then all of a sudden you you punish him with a pass out. And that's the element of the game that Jordan's getting way better at. Rudy himself had 20 and 11, 20 points, 11 rebounds. He also had a block shot. He was 9 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 2 from the line. And how about this? Rudy did not have a turnover. Those hands were solid tonight. Yeah, he was, he was so good. A um, couple of plays that maybe he doesn't make a year ago in terms of passes that are thrown to him. He seems to be way more able to adjust to a bad pass and gather himself. And we made one play tonight, Coach Scott, you would be really proud of. You always say, go up strong. And tonight, you know, he he got that ball, kept it high, was able to get an angle. Instead of kind of a, an awkward shot, he went on the other side and went really strong. Those are the plays that are, that are making a huge difference for Rudy um, in his confidence, you know, in his game. All right, let's go back to D.C. Let's hear from Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, she, she wanted to come to the game, um, and she was like, you know, just invite her teammates, and they showed out. They they, they showed out, so I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the love, and, you know, I had the shoes that were, that were for them. So um, just always trying to find ways to, to show love to my sister, man. She's, like I told you, she's always by my side, especially when we were younger. You know, she missed out on a lot of child things to come – stay in a hot gym for six hours a day. So, you know, any chance I can to <clears throat> show appreciation. And that was her bringing all of her group of friends to, to a game. And, you know, I appreciate it. And it's, 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 it's a great feeling to have that. Do you get them the jersey 
<laughs> yeah, um, I had him. I had a few of them. Well, all of them laying around. <laughs> so um, we were able to get them to him, and you know, they've always wanted one, but I never had the opportunity. So I feel like it was the perfect time for me to, you know, give them out. And you wore the special shoes as well. Yeah. Uh, my man uh, Jordan. Um, over at Adidas, same name as my sister, but uh, over at Adidas hooked, hooked him up for me. I asked him maybe a week and a half ago. He he got it done in a week and a half. So uh, I was I was appreciated by Adidas team. And they're great. You know, they were able to get them for me, you know, real quick. And they're, they aren't for sale. It's just one game. And I probably won't wear them again. You know, just put them in like a little a box and, you know, bring it back to, to the house back home. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. How do you make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we were kind of sluggish to start, you know, which is expected last game of a road trip, you know, you're playing really tough teams, playing hard. Um, but I think the biggest thing for us was just, you know, perseverance, you know, finding ways, you know, like I always say, you know, we strive to be the best in what we do defensively, offensively, but it's not always going to be perfect. You know, and I think for us understanding, okay, where our mistakes were, what we did well, how we can adjust. And then we were able to do that in the third quarter. And then we also helps me get that boost of energy, pushing and transition. Um, finding the weaknesses and being able to get into the gaps. <clears throat> um, it's all mental, to be honest. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Is you know, it could e you could easily lay down and say, you know, oh, this ain't the night, you know. But I think what makes the, our group and you know uh, this league special is we have a lot of guys which is mentally tough, you know, in that way. Um, being able to, you know, you're playing the best of the best. You know, we have guys in the soccer room who've, you know, doing going through different things, you know, whether it's physical, it's it's mental, it's it's whatever, but being able to put your all out on the floor, I respect that, you know, because it's tough to do. Uh, but I think a lot of it is mental. Just like I said, perseverance. And, you know, if your body's not feeling great, don't put yourselves in positions where you can get tired, you know, being able to make the pass. And it, it also helps when you have like five guys that can handle the ball, 10 guys that can shoot. And then you got, at the end of the day, if you, if you get – Beat on defense, you got two towers back there that are, are able to help you out. So we always have each other's back, especially in moments in games like that. But, you know, it, it's it's just all about perseverance. Speaking of guys, getting handled at all, it seems like they have a really effective game. Oh, it's like he's a playmaker. Mm -hmm. What have you seen from him in terms of growth? That's, that's him. You know, he's grown each, each, each year. He's been with us over the past – it's been two years. Right, two years. Yeah, two past two years been with that. We feel like we've been with each other forever, which is a good thing. Um, <clears throat> uh, with him, you know, it's making the decisions. You know, we understand his role. You know, we go out there and I tell him, look, you open, go ahead, and score, and do that. But he's able to make a conscious effort, watching film, getting better, getting there, getting in the lane, understanding that they collapse tonight. Some teams stay home on shooters, so it's like they put two on him. So he's able to get the lobs and get into the paint and create. And you know, he's he's done. He's he's been doing this for a while. He's been to a finals. He understands the game, and you know, you see the progression. You know, in this game, you see it in like games like tonight. Uh, cool. Cool. Yep. Obviously, you know, you guys, everyone's kind of getting a little more back to normal this mm -hmm. year, but these are still weird. How do you kind of navigate a headspace when you hear news like that? Um, you know, I texted him. He has, he has, fortunately for him, he has no symptoms as of right now. So he's doing well. And, you know, but I think the biggest thing is, it helps that we've played a season through this already. So I think to being able to navigate, figure out, you know, okay, if you have a group of people, you got to get tested. You got to kind of being smart about how, cause you're trying to get back to normal. We all are, you know, but it's just being smarter about it, you know, understanding that and getting, getting boosted, obviously vaccinated, I think, I think helps, 
you know, I don't, I think that, 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 um, that mindset, just being able to do the little things, using hand sanitizer, just being extra clean, you know, and doing what you can, you know, when you can, I think that that's really it. And, you know, um, yeah, go from there. Yeah. I've had to describe this like eight times back there. So I was tired. So I had my mind on, I was really going to, you know, try and put all my energy into it. And then he threw it up. And ever since I uh, hurt my ankle, I get real cautious of what's under me. And I didn't know where Brad Beal was. So if you watch, I kind of, my body kind of goes away from the rim. But I was like, you know what, let's just try it. You know, I, I haven't, you know, showed off any bounds. It looked nasty. I'm, I'm really mad at how it looked. It looks disgusting. It didn't look like Daniel Gaffords, I'll tell you that. So, um, yeah, that's what happened. I had my mind set on it, but I didn't know where Brad's body was. So I didn't want to land on him. I was nervous about that. So I was like, it's disgusting. It just looked bad. <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. So, yeah. There's Donovan Mitchell, a little self-critical there about uh, the windmill. I thought it looked fine. It wasn't as good as Gafford, so I'll give him that. But uh, I thought I thought it looked pretty good. He was worried about where where Bradley Beal was. Well, it's degree of difficulty too, Donovan. I mean, anybody can go up and just like Gafford live above the rim, but you kind of threw a little flare at it and left a little early. I liked it all. I liked it everything good. about it. It was yeah. fine. It was a great play. I mean, it was a great pass from from Jordan Clarkson and uh, and Donovan was right there to take advantage of it and put on a show. But I mean, Daniel Gafford's windmill was on a rebound. It was on a putback. I mean, that was something special. I don't know. I I don't know how many times a season you see somebody do that. We we have done a good job, I think, through the years of identifying a guy like Jeremy Grant. I think was a guy yeah. you and I always dug. Right. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Jared Allen last yep. year when we saw him, but I'm going to throw Gafford in the mix. I, I like he's Gafford. Gonna, yeah, I think he's, yeah. he's going to help somebody. He's a, he's got all the athletic tools, that's for sure. He's fifth in the league in blocks right now. He, his timing's great. He runs awesome, you know, and he just, to be able to affect the plays, the game like that, it's really great. Well, Donovan continues to be great, speaking of great. Uh, he tonight, 28 points, 10 of 20 shooting four of nine from three, four, of four from the line, four assists, two steals. Uh, he just, uh, is continuing to play great basketball, led the team in plus minus tonight at plus 16, uh, and really continues to give them a lift at the beginning of games when it takes them a minute to get their feet under them. Uh, but he's certainly playing great basketball. That's the part I think that stood out to me on the road trip is I think it was every game that Donovan came out with this mindset that. He didn't force shots, but he was very, very aggressive, and he looked for the opportunity. He certainly knows the scouting report. Um, you know, he knew he was going to get blitzed in Minnesota. In Philly, he knew he could come off that high ball screen early and have some space. So, yeah, I just like his mindset, and I think he, he's as big a reason why the Jazz are playing so well, uh, not just because he's playing well, but he's playing so right. Post Game is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru is campaign features – Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse. Each has a unique story to share. Read some. Share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win over the uh, Washington Wizards, 123-98. to We'll have more player sound for you coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. 
Uh, your final, 123 to 98. The Jazz beat the Washington State, or Washington State, Washington Wizards tonight. Not the Washington State Cougars, the Wizards of Washington. Uh, they win uh, four consecutive road games to uh, sweep the road trip, Coach Lacombe. And let's uh, let's uh, talk a little Chick-fil-A, shall we? shall we? Let's get to the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app. Tonight, the Jazz from the line were 14 of 17, 82.4%. And uh, the Wizards, 8 of 14, just 57%. Not a great number for them. But uh, Jazz, uh, not fouling, playing defense without fouling. That's been a theme, too, through this little streak. They, they really have taken... Uh, you know, done everything they can do in a play and then contested it late, but not a lot of silly fouls, not putting guys at the line, which I really like. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes the, I think it makes it a more watchable product myself. But, uh, you know, the Jazz uh, 17 is is about right on, on attempts for them, I would say. Uh, the Jazz were led by, let's see here, uh, Donovan was 4-4 from the line. So uh, there you go. Jazz win 123-98. to Speaking of Donovan, he led the way with 28 points. And four assists. Rudy, double-double, 20 and 11. Hassan Whiteside, double-double, 18 and 14. And Jordan Clarkson tonight, 11 points, five assists. We talked about him quite a bit in the last segment. Coach, let's go back to D.C. And let's hear from Jordan Clarkson. Uh, what did you guys learn from, from this trip? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, <laughs> um. I mean, we just played. I think a big thing for us was uh, what was it? Uh, transition defense for us. Uh, that's kind of been something that we like talked about all through the you know last week or so uh, through practice and everything, shoot arounds and everything. So um, I think it was a big step for us. I think these last two games we really did a good job of that. Um, you got uh Games like the Minnesota game, Philly game, um, you know, it's just great growth for the team, uh, especially in this uh, with a last win in, in uh, Washington with Brad Bill, uh, causing a lot of tension. Um, you know, it's just a, a whole team effort. I think it's it's been a it's been a good growth uh, road trip for us. How has the team's offense kind of evolved from last year to this season? Uh, I mean, we I, we still do what we do. You know, we take shots, uh, we run, we take open threes, we take contested threes. Uh, I think a big part of uh, our offense this year is, you know, Hassan has been a big play in our offense, uh, offensive rebounding, finishing. Um, you know, most nights that we win it, you know, he's he's got a double double with you know like ten and ten, and that's all. That's not even in uh, twenty minutes. It's probably like an eighteen minutes or something in his uh, extensive play. So, uh, you know, I think it's big play from him and uh, big play from Rudy Gay as well. He spaces the floor for us, uh, knocks down shots. You know, we know Don and uh, you know Rudy gonna do offensively. Uh, Majority of the nights, as well as Joe and Boyan, you know, because we played with those guys for for these last years, so we know what's going to happen. It seemed like the ball movement got better in the second half, and that you were a big part of that in terms of you know throwing the lobs and saw, you know, 
know, find a guy like that. Are you kind of you feel more comfortable as a, as a playmaker the more you're in the system? Um, I mean, I think it's actually like more fun for me uh, to kind of get somebody else a shot than shoot threes over uh, three or four hands. A lot of teams, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of opposing coaches and kind of just messing around with them and stuff. And a lot of them always just come up to me and be like, oh, JC, we're not going to let you get off tonight. We're not going to let you score. And, um, you know, sometimes I take some crazy shots and do stuff like that. But <laughs> it's just me uh, being me. But uh, making plays and um, a lot of teams are forcing me to pass. So I just got to make the play and uh, do what's best uh, for us. And it's going to help us grow a lot more, too. Uh, me coming off the ball and then just knocking shot on shots with a high opportunity. Called his email, disgusting. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 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 well, what did you think of it? Uh, it was a, uh, I don't know, my picture of uh, that was like, uh, like D Wade and LeBron. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. But it kind of just went to like, uh, just downhill from there but <laughs> first thing I thought though was throw it off the glass and then I was just like no nah, we can't do this we got to score in transition right now so I just hope he makes this dunk because you know he hasn't had uh too many dunks this year uh, <laughs> he, he scored that one and uh I'm just happy he made it you know that that helped a lot of momentum in the uh, second half and kept us rolling. Hey last question. So, the news came out this morning that, that Kuz was in the protocol Um, it's just pretty crazy. You know, we really don't know uh, a lot of stuff, but, you know, you trust uh, what's going on and what's happening. Uh, but, you know, you see guys around the league catching in guys that had the booster, you know, all this stuff. But uh, it's a tough subject. It's a, it's a virus. It's, a, it's like when you get it or something, you kind of just Got to live with it and figure it out. Hopefully everybody's vaxxed and, you know, just help the situation. You know, if not, that's your choice. That's life. Jordan Clarkson uh, right there. And Jordan was really good. You heard him talk about the uh, the ball movement. Uh, Jordan, 11 points, but he had five assists and, uh, and three rebounds tonight. Why is everybody harshing on the Donovan windmill? I thought it looked fine. I did too. I don't. I, I thought, thought it looked fine. I mean, he, he he left a little early and he flew a little, but still, it was a great play. Yeah, I I thought it was funny. Clarkson said he thought about throwing it off the glass, but then he's like, "No, nope, we got to get this these points in transition." That's his coach in his brain right there. Well, how about the part two where he said, "I, I actually take more joy in making a good pass than taking a three over a, a couple of outstretched hands." That's his coach in his brain, and too. that's coach in yeah. his brain too. But <laughs> that's a part of his game he needed to right to right. clean up. And he came here and did that, and then he kind of fell back into it, and he's done a good job of, of doing it again. I think Clarkson actually, and, and I don't know if this is his rep or not, but he, he appears to me to be extremely coachable. I mean, he came here, remember, and, and Coach Snyder took all those mid-range shots out of his game, and he talked about that at great length last year. where he's saying he was just, uh, you know, uh, 
fine-tuning his shot selection. You can see that now. This is the next thing he's added to his game. Keep your eyes out and look around for your teammates. And, and I really like the way, because the only way to really understand that this is awesome right now as a team is to go through what they went through. And there's no way to guide that as a coach. You kind of just have to uh, continue to teach the, the right principles and hope that at a certain point the majority of the guys are doing it. And right now that message has gotten through loud and clear because we see it on the floor, but we hear comments like that time and time again from multiple different guys that talk about things that they do are trying to do differently to try to help the team. So, and then he, he finished up his comments. Donovan Mitchell talked about this too, or was asked about this uh, in his post game. You know, Kyle Kuzma was not able to go tonight because of health and safety protocols. And uh, you heard Jordan uh, talking about the decision players have to make and the boosters. And there's a deadline coming up for, uh, for NBA players to get a booster. I think it's either this week or next week. I'll have to double check and look into that, but uh, it's never fun to talk about. Well, you forget what a unique situation that we are still in. It's not the bubble, and it's not what those guys were going through last year, but it's still very much a thing. It's, it's a thing, and I'm just glad that it's not what it used to be, but it, there are. There, there are new kind of factors all the time. So, like he said, you know, try to, try to do things the right way and, and live with the result. It, you know, it's, it's funny. Last year at this time, Coach, we, we were talking about, are the Jazz going to go from – 4,000 fans to 8,000 fans, you know, where are they going to be able to be a capacity by the playoffs? And it, it's just, it's so funny to think about because now it is, it feels much more like normal this year, but it's still out there. And, and you remember last Sunday, I brought my daughter, Anna, yep. and we came in the arena and it was dead quiet. And she's like, oh, it's so weird to be in here quiet. I said, you want to know a little bit weirder. It's, it's really quiet like this, but there was a game going on. But there's, that was they're weird. Playing. That was extremely That was weird. extremely weird. Is she willing to come back, by the way? Hopefully Jeff and I didn't scare her off. Yeah, she's a little – she she thought Jeff was nice, but she thought you were a little – I don't know. Most people do. It's okay. I just told her he's a big-time radio star. <laughs> okay. You've got to cut him some slack. <laughs> you can't give you all that time. <laughs> all right, the Jazz win tonight over the Wizards, 123-298. Uh, Postgame is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique store to share. Read some. Share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Again, 123-98 to is your final Jazz. Beat the Wizards. We'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one. You play the game as well. Coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Clarkson going to the basket, lobs it, Donovan. Oh, he rocked the Casbah! Rocked the Casbah! David, David Locke with the call right there. I can't hear myself in my uh, headphones there, Eric. Uh, there we go. Thank you very much. David Locke with the, the call right there. There's your play of the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Jazz win. 123 to 98 over the Wizards. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. That was the play of the game, uh, but I think we had a not top 10 moment in this game. We've talked about all the good performances. You know who had a bad game? Contavious Caldwell Pope, who was over five from the field, zero points. Did have three rebounds and an assist, but also had a play where he dunked the ball into the side of the backboard, which I don't think I've ever seen before. It wasn't his finest moment, and I would imagine it'll be a meme. 
Yeah. Or a GIF or something like that. Uh, Worldwide Wob on Twitter, who's uh, kind of one of those NBA accounts that's famous He's for putting out on it. highlights like that. Oh, yeah, it's already out. It's right in the side of the backstand. Sorry, Backboard. don't like it. <laughs> Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Hey, that's uh, the, that's Locke's signature right there for a big dunk, rocking the Casbah. So, and I, I liked the Donovan windmill. It wasn't the dunk of the game, but it was pretty darn good. Here's here's a little peek behind the curtain of how this all goes down. So, you know, we're all friends. We all talk before, after, text during, all that stuff. So, I'm sitting here, and and we're on a little bit of a delay from the radio um, to the television. So, when the guys are on the road, we listen more to Bowler. And thorough, but because we can actually listen in real time. Because it times out, yeah. Anyway, I got the I got a text about seven, eight, ten seconds before Rock the Casbah. Oh, you did? And it said, Rock the Casbah. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> so he called his own shot, which I thought was really cool. Oh man. Well, uh it was a it was a fine play, even though it didn't live up to Donovan Mitchell's standards, apparently. It was uh it was kind of a signature moment. Coach Majerus, yeah, you know, dunk or a layup, you know, it counts as two. <laughs> That's what he's, oh, you don't man. have to be flashy. You know, you know, you know, I really like to wind it up and dunk it, but it counts the same if you just lay it in. <laughs> hey, that's how he was, though. You know? Very, very to the point. Most, very to Most the efficient. Point. Uh, all right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you, not only on this game, but this four-game four road trip and uh, how they've played so well. I like you. I mean, I look at chunks of games. I looked at this chunk, and I really did think that if they went three and one, that was very, very successful. I, I think taking the back to back into account wasn't quite sure that, you know, that, that they had a four and zero in them. But man, they really went out, and, and the the Cleveland game changed my mind a little bit. I see, I saw a a real uh, intent to focus on the game plan, and uh, you know, Jordan Clarkson talked about the emphasis on transition defense all the things that maybe this team needed to tighten up. And, and what I've seen is they have. Um, is there still room to grow? For sure. Uh, like Donovan said, you're never going to play a perfect game. And until you do, I think that that's the goal. But the biggest goal, I, Rudy touched on, you know, uh, today, tonight we felt like a contender. Right. It felt like contender status. And, and I'm seeing that with my eyes. I think the numbers are saying that. Um, don't want to get too far ahead of it, but – this, this offense is on a historic clip in the way the defense is locked in, and not just the, the defense, but the guys individually defensively. I think there's a big difference this year. It feels like it does feel like there's a difference. And Coach Snyder said that, you know, multiple times that you run most the same team back, still not the same team. And, you know, we've talked a lot about Hassan Whiteside tonight, but he provides uh, certainly a, a different element. We've, we've talked over and over, and, and maybe tonight's not the the most excellent example of that, but Rudy Gay makes them uh, a different team. The way Donovan has defended uh, makes the Jazz a different team. Clarkson passing makes the Jazz a different team. I mean, it's just there there is a next level, and it seems like the Jazz are, are climbing to get there. I mean, even a guy like Joe Ingles, right? He comes in tonight. He he makes a big three. They they cut the thing to ten. He makes a big three to stem the tide. It's his only field goal of the night, but in a, in addition to that, in 22 minutes, you know, he just goes out there and plays a great floor game with three assists, no turnovers, and he gets four rebounds. So, I mean, that's winning basketball, and that's winning basketball because Joe Ingles did what he does well. He made a big shot to help the team, uh, and then he did some things that maybe he needs to get better at, like throwing himself around for rebounds. So 
I think you can go down the list, but that's a good example of a guy who maybe you don't look a lot at the box score and say he helped a ton, but he did. Jazz got 28 tonight from Donovan Mitchell on 10 of 20 shooting. He was 4 of 9 from 3. Also uh, dished out 4 assists and grabbed a couple of steals. Rudy with a double-double 20 and 11. He also had a block shot. Bogdanovich with 16 tonight. 6 of 12 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3. Mike Conley, we haven't talked a lot about Mike tonight. 11 and 8. 8 assists and only 1 turnover. You've got to love that from Mike. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, 18 points, 14 boards, 4 block shots coming in off the bench. Jordan Clarkson, 11 points. And five assists. How about Conley? Uh, you know, not we haven't a sh- even talked about him. Not a shooting night. Not a great shooting night. Four of eleven. One of six from three. But cow, love to see eight dimes. And he just seemed to get wherever he wants to go. Like always, eight assists, one turnover. You know how hard that is? that's hard to do in Skelly. Like there's hard to throw a perfect pass when there's no defense out there. But play uh, thirty or twenty six minutes after playing a back to back. You know this this week. And he goes out there and does that. And eight, eight assists, one turnover. He just talks about, you know, the excellence that he plays with nightly. Just quietly helps your team win right. every single night. He's, he, you can't, honestly, you can't talk enough about Mike Conley. That's for sure. All right. We want to say a big thank you to David Locke and Ron Boone. Doing a great job calling all the action. Thanks to the uh, broadcast assistants who worked on tonight's broadcast. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru title sponsor of the post-game show. I want to remind you about the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe. Thanks, buddy. Should we uh, have a few nights off? We have a few nights off. That's nice. Yes, we do. Get a little R&R. R&R. The Jazz gets a little R&R with the, the league's longest winning streak with seven. How about that? Yeah, the Rockets finally lost. Finally lost. Uh, your final, 123-98, to the Jazz beat the Wizards. Our next broadcast coming your way Wednesday night, ESPN game. Paul George and the Clippers will be in town. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 7, and, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.